You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie, and this is another episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. And today I have on the podcast Sharina Beard, who is the owner of the Tiny Docs Initiative, which is a mission of impacting children by introducing exciting and exploring medical careers using fun curriculum, including STEAM, S-T-A-M, hands-on technique, and dramatic play. Uh, so Sharina believes that early exposure to medical careers will change futures and I agree with you. So (laughs) (laughs) welcome to the podcast, Sharina. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you start out telling us, um, how, well, why don't we start off with telling us about your background as a nurse? Like what kind of nurse were you and when did you get into nursing and how did it all lead to this? Okay. Well, so growing up, (laughs) I um, wanted to be a pediatrician. I wanted to have like 10 kids. And, your own? 10 um, kids of your own? Oh my yes, gosh. Of course I did. And um, reality of, okay, I'm in high school now. What do I want to do? So I decided to become a nurse. Um, graduated in 2006. And um, then I just ventured off because I love nursing. You're able to do whatever you want. You can always find a job. Um, so I started off in um, cardiac telemetry, did some traveling up north. Um, what else did I do? Uh, post-op care, ICU for several years. Um, got my degree in informatics and did some informatics work for several years, and now I am a school nurse, and I also opened up Tiny Docs Initiative. So how did you, so, well, first of all, you didn't have 10 kids, did you? (laughs) No, okay, no. (laughs) I only had three, so, um, but, you know, I'm just thinking, man, what was I thinking? Because, you know, you don't, as you're growing up, you don't think about money and financial concepts of any sort. You're thinking it would be really fun to have 10 kids. So <laughs> have three and I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta be careful what you wish for sometimes. So right, right. <laughs> okay, so you're working as a school nurse uh, at this point. So how did you come up with this idea of tiny docs initiative? So I was just trying to um, venture out a little bit to not find another nursing job, but try to figure out what I can do um, to incorporate both my love of nursing and my love of teaching kids. So I just did some soul searching and some email searches. And, you know, I said, this might really work. I can teach children about nursing, but more I can teach them about healthcare. Um, So that's where it came up. Like I can incorporate teaching kids and my nursing experience. And that's, that's where that was created from. 
So what, what kind of school nurse are you? Do you work with um, school age kids or high school kids or? It is a um, special needs school. So we range from pre-K age four all the way up to age 22. Oh my gosh. Yes. So we're pretty busy. It's not the typical school nurse clinic. It is um, the real deal. So do you teach these kids uh, in the Tiny Docs Initiative, or did you just get ideas from working with them? No, I don't teach them um, like in a classroom setting. But of course, when it comes to nursing, you're always teaching. Um, so um, not officially, I'm not getting paid to teach. But every time I encounter a child or a parent or um, the teachers and staff, I'm, I'm always teaching them something new or something about what's going on. Oh, absolutely. It's kind of that role modeling effect. <laughs> yes. Um, so what do, well, how do you find your clients and, and what kind of services do you provide? So right now, um, we did a, a couple of beta testings um, and some, a demo day that was very successful. Um, and those were all free classes, just advertising on Instagram, Facebook. We have a website also, um, and we have an email listing. So I'm um, just advertising on every social media site that I can. Um, we were also on the news. We got some news coverage because it is such a fun, interesting, and very unique um, business to be in to reach children where they really don't have that in their curriculum right now. I think they will maybe in high school if they t touched on that as an elective, but for elementary and middle age kids, I don't think they have that. Right, because it seems like this is uh, like the one opportunity because by the time they get to high school, they're already, they're looking at college. You have to basically choose your major because not every school has a nursing school. So, you know, it's kind of like you have to know by the time you're 16, practically what right. you want to be. Right. And when we ask in our classes, I, first thing I do is ask, why are you here? What do you want to be when you're growing up, when you grow up? And um, I don't know if it's because they're in that setting that they're know, they know that they're going to learn something about healthcare. They all want to be a doctor. <laughs> um, so, but they also have that interest. And my um, focus isn't to make everyone want to be um, in the, have a medical career, be a doctor, be a nurse. You know, my focus is to just educate them and let them know that they can. Um, and here recently, I just took a CPR instructor's class, so I can start to teach CPR to our our little. Uh, we, I call them tiny future docs. <laughs> um, so as soon as they are of age and can actually do compressions, I will start to teach them how to do CPR. But even in my elementary age children, where they aren't able to do the compressions effectively, I can still teach them how to be calm, how to assess the situation and um, alert other adults and call 911 and get somebody of authority to start start the process. 
Yeah, that's great because uh, they might be the only calm person in the in the room because some adults wouldn't need that kind of training too. <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean, once you get into panic mode, nothing really happens. Everybody's <laughs> just there staring. What is that? The, the bystander. Everybody is a bystander. Who called 911? I thought you called. Everybody has their phone out, but no one called 911. You know, so um, even my little, my little tiny future doc can say, you call 911. You go get the AED. Can you start CPR? Do you know CPR? I, if they, I can teach them how to be a leader among other things. Um, and with the influence of me and their parents and school um, and other people in their lives, it will, I think it will make a great impact. Absolutely. So how did you come up with this name, Tiny Docs Initiative? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just, I was just searching for something. Um, I had a few people say, that really doesn't tell me what this is. And I, I know, I just think it's really, really cute. <laughs> it is cute. It is very cute. I, I love the giraffe on your, your website. <laughs> yes, yes. I, that is a beautiful logo. As soon as I saw it, I said, oh my goodness, you did such a good job. I think I may need to trademark this because I'm going to keep this forever. <laughs> you do need to trademark this. Yes, absolutely. Um, where did you get this done? How did, who did you find to do um, I got it done off of fiber, fiber.com. You're kidding. Yes, yes. There's wow. some pretty talented people on there. Wow, that's awesome. That's really, really great. Um, okay, so tell me about uh, what you, like, um, what kind of person would come to you? Like, what, what kind of services do you offer in terms of, you know, I think I saw you do birthday parties. Is that true? Yes. So... If you, I have this saying, <laughs> if you have a group of children gathered, any youth groups, then we can come and do a class. Um, birthday parties, after school programs, I can come in. Um, summer camps, do like a once a week or just a one time class. A Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, Scouts. I'm not sure what, what the terminology is for that right now. <laughs> so our, our troops. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, church, church groups, just any, anywhere that we have um, at least six kids in a class and, and they are ready and interested in learning, then I can come and teach them about healthcare. The other thing is um, once we book, uh, we can come and teach what they want to learn. I have a um, like a tiny dots initiative clinic where the children are just coming in and role playing what you do in a, a doctor's office. If you're a nurse versus if you're a doctor, um, if the children want to learn about um, cardiovascular or um, muscle skeletal. So um, they, it's a wide range of healthcare and medical phys anatomy and physiology. Um, I am working on the curriculum for pharmacology right now. 
So I think that's going to be fun in emergency medicine. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think that's going to be fun also. Um, so, so but once I get done with um, becoming a certified CPR instructor, then I'm going to be able to do first aid and, you know, like sports medicine. What do you do if you're outside and you don't have any equipment? How do you use these two sticks and um, a shirt to, <laughs> to splint someone's leg and so, so you can get some help? So mostly like survival skills, which will really be good for Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. Oh yeah, that would, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, so how do you how do you make these parties fun? Fun. It's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's always so, I mean, you don't have a you don't have a PowerPoint and you're like talking about anatomy physiology right there. Maybe a little different. <laughs> I know, I know. It's it's not nursing school, I can tell you that much. <laughs> um so I, well, I do have a PowerPoint because um, I try to teach on all different types of learners. I mean, we all have a different way that we learn. Um, it's always hands-on. The PowerPoint is there if you want to look up, but also the PowerPoint is there to um, have the music in the background or if we're watching a video or listen to a heartbeat we can listen to that heartbeat and then turn the stethoscopes on to ourselves and listen to us or our parents um if we have the parents in the room um so and basically if the kids are there they make it fun you know it's not sitting around just talking we're up moving, we're jumping, we're dancing. It is like 45 minutes later. I'm like, oh my goodness, let's finish this up until we, we have to talk about this next week then because we're still having fun on our first topic. So <laughs> yeah, our, the kids are so exciting. They make it fun and I'm feeding off of them. They're feeding off of me. We have music, we're dancing and we're learning and they don't even know that they're learning. That is the fabulous part about the whole class they walk away and the parents are like oh I even learned that I, I had one lady last week said say I even learned something today and I've been in this world for 65 years oh my gosh <laughs> I love it I love it yes come back next week <laughs> for, for a birthday party or something yeah so, absolutely yeah. So do you, how do you change it up? Like, let's, I mean, what are the youngest age of the kids and, and kind of the oldest age that you go to? Well, surprisingly, um, I, we started from five to 11, you know, gearing just the elementary age children. Um, but at one of our free classes, we had a three-year-old come in. She came in with like a seven-year-old brother. And I said, sure, bring her on. It, it's okay. And she was able to do everything that all of her um, other, her sibling was doing and other kids in the class. Um, the oldest that we've had in the class is 11 and then I think just the parents are there learning too but um ideal age is from five to eleven from kindergarten to fifth grade um and then in the future I think we will start to teach 
both classes to middle school. And you're right about high school. I think that they have already made their decision on what they want to do. Um, and we do have other programs in Tallahassee for older children, um, you know, after school programs and just extracurricular activities for them to get a touch and feel and internships. But if we reach them early, if we reach them in elementary school and, and middle school, then they'll have a better idea of what they want to do or what they don't want to do. It's, it's okay to not want to be in healthcare. That's not for everybody. But um, at least you'll have that knowledge to know that it's not for you. Right. Yeah, no, that, that's really important. Uh, you know, knowing what you don't want is, is just as important as trying to figure out what you do want. Right. Um, so how do people, they schedule their parties with you or they, how do they, um, how do they work with you? They can um, go on to the website and schedule a party. It is not final until we discuss it. <laughs> um, but um, the website is available. Also, just contact me. Um, my number is in various places, Facebook, Instagram, and on the website. We also have an email address, and we answer um, the instant messages from both Instagram and Facebook. So as long as we can get contacted, then we'll be able to schedule something. Now, do you just do the Tallahassee area? Do you travel? Like, how far out have you gone? We do travel. Um, we are in Tallahassee, so just the surrounding areas. For now, I am also advertising in other areas um, that are close, close enough for us to drive. Um, Macon, Valdosta, this is all in Georgia. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Macon, Georgia, Valdosta, Georgia, um, Albany, and even as far as away, as far away as Augusta, Georgia, just because I have family there. So um, I'll be able to come and set up and um, it wouldn't be a, a issue with travel. So okay. yeah, right now we've only set up in Tallahassee, but and we've had a lot of people come into Tallahassee from the surrounding areas to come to some of the classes, which is very interesting. And I, I love it, though, just to see that um, this is a unique and valued company um, and people want their children to at least experience it one time. Right. So how did you decide, um, you know, kind of moving into the business end of it, like how much to charge for it and how to set all those kind of things up? Like, yeah, how did you figure all that stuff out? So in the beginning, I did a online survey. The survey was on Facebook. I wasn't on Instagram at that time. Um, the so the survey was on Facebook and I didn't have an email list. So I just sent those, put it on Facebook, set it up for two weeks, um, did a, 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 a Facebook Live on it, and tried to follow up with people. I had about 20, maybe 25 people reply um, outside of just the price 
like what what would you want your child to learn how old do you think your child needs to be to start learning um do you think this is valuable you know all all of the questions that i really wanted to get answered before i started to work on my curriculum um and to make sure that it would be successful and i already had my my LLC and then which i guess was kind of backwards i knew i wanted to do it but after I got my LLC, then I said, let me see what these people want. <laughs> <laughs> it's all um, good. So, yeah, it, it went for two weeks and got some really good responses. Um, some interesting responses, too. I think one of the most interesting what, responses was that they wanted to make sure that it would be discounted for multiple kids. Um, and I'm since I have three, I understand. Like, yeah, you know what? I really wouldn't pay $60 for one for all three of my children to go to one class. That's not affordable. Uh, <laughs> and um, some of the parents wanted it wanted the classes to be started in middle school or high school instead of elementary school i i totally get that too um and then i had a request for autistic like to teach to autistic kids which i mean i teach or i'm a school nurse at a special needs school so I said, that is interesting i'm gonna have to revisit that and maybe do some beta testing at my school to see uh, how responsive my kids would be or the kids at the school to me teaching and it would need to be modified a lot depending on what sensitivities they had um even the noise and the music and the dancing but it is would be something that i would be interested in um maybe in a few months after i i really get this established Right. So you have this ongoing market research that you're doing, just getting feedback from people and, and listening to them. And, you know, sometimes they say things that, you know, just maybe it's good information. Maybe it's, you know, I'll keep that for later. Maybe it's like, well, you know, that just, <laughs> I'm not going to change my whole business because one person said something, but. Right. Uh, yeah. So how about um, in terms of like putting what you offer together, like how did you decide what you were going to do during these parties? Like um, how did that come out? Well, so I did a little research on what other um, party planning companies do, um, like birthday parties and they always got a, a goodie, ba goodie bag at the end, even if it That's is- That's important, it's very important. <laughs> ring. Right, right. Even if it's at the skating ring or at the jump park or whatever, um, they always had food, but we don't offer food. <laughs> um, and it was geared towards a certain theme. So I already got my theme, it's healthcare, it, it, it would be, more detail to what they would want to learn, um, which would be like the cardiovascular or um, musculoskeletal or just a general uh, clinic date. 
And then the child's age, how, how old are the children in that group would really determine how I, what I'm teaching and how I'm teaching it. Because if I'm doing a, I'm a little teapot song and I have 11 year olds, they're kind of, kind of look at me and say, all right, can I, do I have my cell phone? Can I call my parents? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and we even experienced that in um, one of our demos because we had a wide range. We had that my little three-year-old tiny future doc, and then I had some 10-year-olds. So I'm doing this um, beat to this song so we could talk about the chambers of the heart. And my little ones, you know, like seven and eight-year-olds, they're all doing it. They're clapping. I'm like, all right, this, you know, and you were feeling each other. We're having fun. And my 10 year olds are just looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny. Like at the end, I said, are you guys don't want to do this beat? Y'all don't want to learn about the heart? And I said, oh yeah, nurse Sharina, we got it. So they stood up and they did the chambers of the heart. And I said, okay. Just because I had that range of children, my little ones got it. They got it with the beat. They were good to go. They remembered. And my older two, they still got it. But because I couldn't really modify it because I had a wide range of children, um, they weren't into clapping and dancing with a three-year-old and a seven-year-old. So... <laughs> Super funny, but um, still very interesting because they all got the information. They all remembered what the Chambers of the Heart were. And at the end of the class, we had to do one last review and they got it. I'm like, all right. Um, so yeah, just looking at everything, how old they are, um, what they would like in their goodie bag. Um, what else, what objectives do I want them to walk away with? If they are um, walking or doing a cardiovascular class or party, I want them to know the chambers of their heart and how to use a stethoscope, what a stethoscope is. They've seen it before, but they've never heard their heart or their long sounds. Um, and if they're running really fast and then they stop, what happens? You know, so um, just I have a list of objectives and... Um, just depending on the age and, you know, just the demographics. The demographics of my group determines what kind of party we have. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and it looks like you have a, like, who's on your team or how did you put this team together? It's just, it's a family team. <laughs> That's great. I, no, I can't pay anybody right now. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, my husband is a psychologist and, um, we talk about, he, he really wants for us to have a, um, mental health section or class. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of too deep. You know, I don't, a little heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but I just went to a, um, a suicide conference. And it was geared towards Florida and suicide is like 
the, the second and third leading cause of death in Florida for our children, ages 11 to 24, I think. Oh, wow. And like, yeah, I think we might have a class. It won't get, be geared towards suicide, maybe self-esteem, maybe about coping, but it, we have to, we are in this space. We are around our kids, our tiny future docs. We need to make an impact some kind of way. Yeah. Um, my other member of my team is my sister. <laughs> um, and she is the, um, the strategist, the talker, the, she is the, the organizer of it all. And then, um, then I have my, my three little ones. They really added my curriculum they're my pastors they're the beta group let's do this beat let's let's sing this song or uh, i'm gonna teach you this way and i'm gonna put on this powerpoint and our how do y'all feel about this are we having fun yeah yeah mommy we are no you're not how old are they how old are they (laughs) they are eight six and then um, almost two. Oh my God, so, the perfect beta group. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, of course, my my baby is just on my hip, like, oh okay. But <laughs> the the six year old and the eight year old are very truthful, very vocal. They will let me know that this is not working, or yes, that was awesome. Keep that. Write that down. Are you yeah. gonna remember that? Do you need me to put that on your note? <laughs> I love it. So, yep, it's just, it's a family group right now. Um, Yeah, well, that's the perfect team. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And my dream is to, uh, like, extend this outside of North Florida, South Georgia, and get other teams around, um, around our state, and then just reach out throughout the U.S., and try to impact other children um, in America first, and then we can go elsewhere. (laughs) I love it. It's big. You know, you don't have this little dream. You have this big dream. I love it. (laughs) So you had mentioned that you were on TV. How, um, How did you get on TV? How did that come about? Well, so in Tallahassee, in Tallahassee, we have two social media sites where you go on the site to figure out what you're going to do on a weekend. Um, funfortallykids.com and Tally Connection. And me as a parent, I go on the site and say, what's free? What's cheap? Is that fun? Am I going to do that with my kids? Am I going to do it with my husband? Okay. I'm signing up. So it's it's free free for you to um, put your event on there or you can pay for advertising. And I just put my event, I posted it everywhere. We were having a demo day. Um, it was a free event for the community to come out. It's pretty much a grand opening of Tiny Docs Initiative. So I put it on there, um, both of the websites and the the news reporter just called that day and said hey i saw this on the website i'm coming over you'll see me at 11. oh oh 
Okay. All right. Well, I love. I love it. at work. Oh well. Were you like? Oh my God! I can only imagine. Yes. <laughs> Get I'm all the Like, okay. Let me. Uh, uh, this is a podcast. I'm. I'm touching my hair right now. <laughs> I'm like, let me look at my hair. Let me brush my teeth. Let me put on. I need some small makeup. Let me put on some lipstick. Let me. Um, what did I wear? I'm gonna run back home and find something else to wear. No, I don't have time for that. Like. <laughs> So, um, yeah, she, she came and she saw the, the class and she recorded it and said, you'll be on at 6.30. So that is on my Facebook page if anybody wants to see it. Um, it's also on Instagram. And I love it. I, I love the, the outreach of the community. I have gotten a couple of calls, not from um my advertising on Facebook or Instagram but because they saw me on the news and these are more like daycare owners or directors hey saw you on the news when can you come to my daycare and just hold a 30-minute class so yeah I it was very impactful and it was free <laughs> so that that was pretty cool pretty awesome to experience that that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I would totally look at different media outlets, you know, podcast in Tallahassee, or even just these national podcasts. I mean, mm -hmm. it can't hurt to get everybody to hear about it. So right. And like, and like you said, it's all free. <laughs> and it's the best yeah. advertising you can do. Yes. So yeah, I have to see if we have any podcasts in Tallahassee. Well, if not radio shows, any radio show. Oh, yeah. And the other thing you could do is start your own radio show. Oh, listen to you. <laughs> well, yeah, how, did, how did you get into podcasting? How long have you been doing this? Uh, I've been doing this for about a year um, and just more consistently recently because that's, that's part of it. But, okay. but listen, um, I want to thank you for coming on this podcast today. You know, I, you know, this has been really great hearing your story and hearing all about the Tiny Docs Initiative. And, you know, uh, it, if people want to get a hold of you, if they want to uh, find out more, where can they go? Great. So they can um, visit the email or the website, www.tinydocsinitiative.com. Um, our email address is info at tinydocsinitiative.com. Um, our telephone number is 706-951-6347. And then we have both a Facebook and an Instagram page. Um, and it is Tiny Docs Initiative LLC. So we are pretty responsive. If you want to email us or call, um, leave a message, or just do a direct message from Instagram or Facebook, we will get back in touch with you. All right. Awesome. And I will put all of those links and all that information in the show notes. So anybody that wants to, they can get a hold of you that way. Awesome. Thank all right. you so much. Thank you so much, Sharina. All right. I'll talk to you soon.